It is the technology show where we translate geek into regular speak. And you're becoming a regular on my regular speak each week. Hello, Tess. Tess, the producer. Why, hello, Brett. Thank you very much for having me on again. Uh, I, I was I, I was actually saying to Gal, it's almost like um, osmosis that I can't have Angela on the show while she's busy running around, but I know you working incredibly close with her on the campaign. So if I have you, then I kind of have her. So yeah, I'm just I'm just working with that for now. No. Yeah. Right. Okay. Should I put a blonde wig on or? <laughs> well, no, because then you're going to give me as much hassle and, and hardships and suffering and pain as uh, she does. So. <laughs> yes, I could arrange that. Sorry? I could arrange for that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I was just thinking about it. I reached out saying, like, is there any chance that Angela can come on the show? And, just, and you're like, no, she's drowning at the moment. I'm thinking... Maybe that's not such a bad thing because I'm actually quite enjoying the break where I'm not being uh, <laughs> taken through the mill. Anyway, let's get onto the show. We've got lots of fun stuff. Um, well, we know who the guest slash co-host of the week is. It's you. Welcome back. Um, we're going to go into things with a Z. Now, I was actually looking at my notes and preparing for today. And I realized two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever it was that we did the show together, I featured the Jabra 85TS, the little... Yes. Uh, and they were awesome. Now, not there's no coincidence that I'm doing another headset, but it's just quite interesting that when we did do the show, we did the headset. So what you're looking at is the J-Lab. So it's not Jabra, it's J-Lab. There we go. You can see it on the screen, J-Lab. And these are the new um, Go Air Pop. Now, I have them. I think I'm the only one in the country that actually has them. One of the things that is there any toy that you don't have? Sorry, is there any toy that you don't have? There's a few, and I can start <laughs> hinting and dropping names because I'd like to get them across. So, as you can see, let, let's just start a little bit about JLab. And I featured JLab before. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, they were these ones. So these are the top of the range Epic in ear. Um, with a wireless charge underneath and so on. And, and they're great. And I still use them and they're on my desk. These, though, what I really like about this is the disruption aspect. So first and foremost, you know, if no one's heard of JLab, cool, new brand. It's not that new. They've been around for a while, but these, these guys are turning heads. So first and foremost, how do you stand out from the crowds? Well, you come out with really cool, funky colors like you can see on the screen. And it really does look like that. I mean, there's this is called teal. So they're the teal it's ones. The greeny ones, yeah. Up, you've got the, they're really nice and small and compact. So I'll actually, I'll put it in. So, I mean, you can see it's really, really small. It fits in nice. It's snug. It's comfortable. Is it one size? No, you get the little rubbers that you can change the same as you do with Jabra. This mm -hmm. is one thing that JLab does that I love. I've got them on the other one as well. It's got a built-in little USB cable. Love so that. You so you just plug that into your computer or into any of your plugs that you've got, you know, like if your iPhone plug and you're not using it and you just unplug the wire and plug this in. Um, but you know when you travel, right, it's so easy to just quickly, you've got your computer, you just plug it in and charge up. So that's really clever. That's one of the things the you always forget when you travel. You forget the cords. Correct. Or... Actually, you don't forget. You take your iPhone charger, but you don't bring the extra cable or there's only one plug point for you. And which one do you charge? Now, yeah. on the note of charging, um, it's got 32 hours total usage. I, I'm going to use the word total usage 
because the case itself holds the charge and yes. i think there's two charges in here so it's about six hours or seven hours of usage per cycle so call it eight eight threes are 32 right no those are eight fours i don't know i'm not even trying to do math today i'm tired i was up watching the apple show so forgive me eight fours are 32 yes yes eight four. right so then there's three charges in the case and one full charge usage but even if it's half even if it's 16 hours, you can't use a headset for 16 hours. You're going to take them out at some point of time. And the it's case charges up pretty quickly. But here's the really big thing. These are 20 US dollars. Okay. So How two much? three weeks ago, 20, two zero in Aussie, 30. These were the Jabra 85 TSs that I reviewed. Okay. So there we go. This case has got wireless charging. This one's got a little built-in USB. I'm not going to go down the comparison of the sound. The Jabras do beat them hands down. They, the Jabra comes with software. It comes, you paying for what you get with Jabra. But if I buy a $20 headset and I lose it, I'm not going to lose sleep. If I buy a $300 headset while I'm traveling and I lose it, I'm going to be really upset. Okay. So, and in these colors, you can buy one in each color. I can buy five headsets for a hundred bucks or that's really US, great for the kids, correct? But let me tell you, the sound is amazing. I've been using them, I've made phone calls on them. The other thing that these do that I haven't seen on premium headsets so, the first thing is it only connects to one device at a time, whereas my Jabra is connected to, so I can have my MacBook and my phone, but it's not a biggie, but it, no. for geeks like me, it's quite important. But here's the thing that that most headsets can't do. I can put the left ear in or the right ear. Most of okay. the other ones, you, you pair the left ear to the right ear. So you can use just the right ear, but you can't use just the left ear. Mm -hmm. Now, some people prefer to use the left ear. Some people left-handed, they prefer to wear their watch on their right. So that's something you can do. Thanks Each one that. of these is individual, individually paired as such. Mm. Um, Quality is fantastic. I put that on the screen, search JLab. If you go to the SME mall, and I will put that up again later on. In fact, I've got a little ticker for you. You just search JLab. They are in the mall. You can go there and get them there, the smemall.org. Um, I think I yeah. might get a pair. Well, this is the thing, right? And you, you, you hit the nail on the head. You said for the kids. But when you go away, when you go down to the beach, you know, you don't want to take a $300 headset. If you get sand inside the little earpiece and it goes in and starts rattling in there, your headset's going to get destroyed. These would yep. probably get destroyed too. But as I said at the beginning, I'm I'm quite happy to burn 30 bucks every day of the week. I'm not happy to burn $300. But if I lost a pair of $30, who cares? And it's Christmas time coming up soon. I can't believe I'm talking about Christmas in September. But, but it's true. Yeah. It's like, what, like 100 days to go. These are stocking fillers, you know? Go and buy one in each color, and you got stocking fillers. And how yeah, do they get so, it so cheap? Why are they so cheap compared to everything else? What is it that that the price think, comparison? You know, I've, I've had a couple of conversations, and I and I've, I, I, it's not the first JLab product I'm going to review. You must see the next one I'm going to review. They are so yeah. innovative. I'm even going to give a tease that you're going to have to tune in for the show. But what it is with these guys is what they've done is they've sat they've sat down. They said, right, we're going to make a good product that people can use, yeah. and we're not going to make it as a brand, you know, in brand names. And we're going to talk about Apple just now because we always talk about Apple. But in brand names, there we go, Apple, um, you pay for the brand. 
take a fragrance, for example, Tess. If you to make a fragrance, probably costs two dollars a bottle of perfume, but you pay sixty dollars for the perfume and the yes. fancy bottle and the packaging, but you're paying for the name, right? Like if you had to go buy a no-name brand and put it in a branded name bottle and tell people it was that brand, it's the new one from that brand, that's what makes it expensive, right? It's the brand. So JLab, and they are a brand. They've won awards. They, they've been around for a while. Yeah, they've, it, they're not a no-name brand. But the point is, is that they've now said, we're selling a product that people can afford. And mm. while they have more people using our product, and they've got so many... Um, I've actually got to do this. This is my JLab pile. I'm writing that down. Have a look at my JLab pile, Tess, because you. So I've got lots of different JLab products no. to play with. And how come your producer doesn't get to see any of these little boxes? It's a COVID lockdown, Tess. I can't right. get to you. So, you know. Oh, but even right. on that note, so here's, mm-hmm. here's the packaging for I mean, the packaging is good, it's all recyclable 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 um you know it it's it's just it's great it's great experience little pull tab uh the little box set there little pack there with instructions so so we can get them on the sme more smemore.org just search the word in fact there's even a nice little banner up on the home page you don't even have to search it's all done for you so you know stocking fillers um Love it. Kids' birthdays. In fact, there's a good one. So I don't know like how many people you know with kids between 12 and 15. Mm-hmm. The currency for birthday is an iTunes card or an Xbox card or a Nintendo card. And we've spoken about this yes. before. You know, you go to a show, uh, you go to a birthday. The first thing you do is you find out, does the kid have a PlayStation or an Xbox? Or does he have an iPhone or an Android? And then you give them a $30 or $40 or $50. I don't know, whatever it is, $50. Um uh google play card yeah. right here's a 30 dollar headset available in every freaking color you could want as you can see so it matches yep. everyone's personality and uh it's a decent present like it's a great present so um i think they're going to do incredibly well with them we're not allowed to do comparative advertising in australia you can't do brand comparisons but this is up mm. on their website so what i'm about to do now is quote i don't know if you've heard of the brand skull candy it's been around for a long time. It's a, it's a street skatewear brand. Make headsets. Oh, possibly, possibly, yeah. They did a comparison on their site. And again, it's an American brand, so they're allowed to do comparative advertising. And mm. um, Skull Candy sells at $28, and these are 20 And And they did the reviews, and the reviews came in better for them, and so on and so on. But still, even at $28, again, US, so 40 bucks Australian, compared to $200 for AirPods, yep. you know, um it's definitely worth looking at so i'm sold well i i can tell you now the sound is amazing it even has three built-in graphic equalizers you can have voice bass boost or their version the bass boost has got some bass um and as i said if you're going to try and compare these to 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 jabra or to bose or sennheiser you're not going to win Okay, mm. they don't just spend their money on their brand; they spend their money on on different elements and and uh, the the chipboards that go inside. They control the speakers, but I'm not comparing them to that. I'm saying here's a pair of headset that if I came home after a really good night out, felt my pockets and felt they were missing, not going to go back and look for them. You know what I mean? I'm, I'll get over it. 
I don't want to know. AirPods from out of the news. But no. <laughs> so that's my that's my okay. Things, I like it. Things with a Z. Um, yeah, I was really really impressed. Um, right, let's move on. What do we got? Business tech news. Okay, so I mentioned that I'm tired because I was up. If you'd gone to the Apple website for the last week, you would have seen that screenshot, California streaming. Mm -hmm. um, all Apple events open with really cool cinematography and a movie, and this was no different. It showed beautiful scenes of California, um, and they had, like, musicians playing in different places. It was really good, nice opening scene. They've got their marketing down pat, haven't they? They do. I mean, they, look, they're a graphics company. That's what it's all been built on. So yep. let's – now – Yes, where Apple people are different to Android people. We say things how they're supposed to be on both. So I'm going to go through. The, there's three main events, or normally there's three events in the year. The first one is the develop, is the MacBook mm -hmm. or our Mac. We had that earlier in the year. Then in the yep. middle of the year is the software event for the developers. It's the WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference, conference um, where they talk about all the new software. We get to see what's coming out. Every now and then they tease with a new hardware product as well, which they did this year. I can't remember what it was. I think it was the Mac Mini. And then at the end of the year, which is what we all wait for, is the iPhone. And tidbits, you know, in this case, it was a watch and, and other bits and pieces. So I got up this morning. I watched the show. Um, I have to say now, before I carry on, I was speaking to Alex. Alex jumps on the show quite often. And, and you know, I always say that if there's a bigger fan than me in, in Australia. In the um, Alex. It would be Alex. Um, someone's just said, yes, but were you impressed with the phones? Um, I can't see the user as the comment. But anyway, um, I'm getting to that now. So it started off with Apple Fitness Plus. Um, they were talking about the fact that they now have included Pilates, which I think is a really good move. Um, so, yeah, that's okay. And it's going to share on your screen and blah, blah, blah. Then moving on, we had the new watch now mm. it looks the same as the uh, it was alex that asked me if i'm impressed with the phone we had an off the phone call chat and i had a moan so as i was saying in the beginning alex has told me that what i need to realize is i'm probably a very small percent of the market that apple's actually looking for a i'm already converted b um i get the latest and greatest of everything that's not what these events are about these are for everyone and for maybe for people that haven't upgraded every two minutes like i do so looking at the watch, they've made the screen bigger. It goes like right to the edge. If you look at that picture there, um, it really does go to the edge. In fact, if I look yeah. at my watch with the um, bev the bezel gone. around it, it's, they've done a really good job there. Um, not much of a change in hardware and so on and so on. Do you need to change from a 6 to a 7? No, um, unless you want 2 mils more of screen space. Uh, but there it is. Uh, that new green that they've got there is a really nice looking color. And then all the it's accessories green. that come with oh, yes. are backward compatible and so on and so on. So that's the what watch. about the price? Same price. That's the one thing about Same Apple. Price? In fact, I was talking about I was talking about this with Alex off off air. Apple's really good like that. They always give you more at the same price. Whether mm -hmm. it's the new phone at last year's price whether it's more memory at last year's price, bigger screen, whatever it is, you, you do get more at the same price. It's okay. very rare that they increase their prices. Their prices might increase during the year, like just as prices do. But launch events generally are benchmarked again. In fact, they say to the show, and they go, and same price as last year or still at the amazing price of blah, blah, blah. Yep. So 
I'm going to moan now. And this is where Alex told me to stop moaning and actually start realizing about the rest of the people out there. But I'm going to moan. Okay. This is the new iPad. Looking at it, you wouldn't say so because it looks like the old iPad, the iPad before it, the iPad before the iPad before it, and the iPad before the iPad before the iPad before it. Looks Am the same I impressed here. with a new iPad? No. Okay. And this is why. There's one thing that just grates my gears of the new iPad. Tell us, it Brett. It still has the freaking home button that takes up all of that glorious potential screen that's there at the bottom. That big, round, ugly, messy thing shouldn't be there. Now, again, as Alex did point out, and we'll probably talk about this when he comes on the show, I think it's mm -hmm. next week. At $400 or $499 or whatever it is, you're getting a 64-gig, top-of-the-range screen, top-of-the-range hardware um, that will kill any Chromebook out there from a performance and speed point of view. So for a kid or for your first iPad or for an iPad that is three or four years old, the jump in technology and hardware in that, yes, this is a great iPad. Why does it bother you so much? Because for me, I don't like, you know, Apple's all about saving space, getting more out of it. Do you like pressing buttons? No, but the button, I'm being corrected that the 10.2 inch only arrived last year before it was 9.7. Okay, so it's more screen, but it still loses that much screen, that that zero big buttony thing oh my god! we gosh. don't need the button okay we, we, edge to edge but, is what it's all about but they obviously do it for a reason there's a reason why a they they've got the hardware no, the, the, the because hardware it's the same it's just a, yeah so all they do is they change the inners they change the battery they change the processor which is what makes it new but maybe they just keep them to that style as well they just no want they're not because if you look at the pro <laughs> And if you look at what I'm going to get to next, I think I'm going to make this ugly thing disappear um, <laughs> and bring this little guy up. Now, Alex, this, you're right. He stresses over the silliest things, doesn't he? I put a I put a disclaimer that I'm probably the small minority. This yeah, they're is definitely exciting. not marketing to you. That's for sure. They're not marketing to me, and they've already got me, so they don't have to market to me. But this is exciting. This is the new iPad Mini. Now, I never liked the iPad mini. Ever. I didn't see the purpose of the iPad mini. Correct. Neither did I. But this one I do. Why? Edge-to-edge mm -hmm. -edge screen. So you're getting 8.3 inches in a 7-inch body. And this is what I was saying earlier, Tess, when I, I, didn't, I hadn't clicked to the slide yet. Apple is so good at giving you so much more um, in the same size space. Like mm. a little MacBook that came out. It was an 11-inch body, but it had a 12-inch screen. So... They're really good at that. They, they're super good at that, but they didn't do that with the iPad. Anyway, so I'm not moaning anymore. We've moved on. The mini is so good for multiple reasons. They've put the touch ID in the button, the power button, like the Pro. So it's Got right it. at the top. It's a little button there. Oh, yeah. They've enhanced the cameras. It's edge to edge. It supports pencil. And here's the really super cool thing. They got rid of that stupid lightning port and put in a USB-C so that you can add peripherals to it. You can add wow. you know, the camera externally. You can put your camera straight in, which is things, you know, you could do it with adapters and things like that with the old, uh, um, mm. uh, what do you call iPad. Um, but yeah. So um, this got me excited. So this one gets a tick. This gets the tick. Price-wise was good. It is small. So yes, it's, it's still, it still is only a seven-inch device. Um, 
but it's eight inches of screen. It's super beautiful screen. It's super fast. Um, and the fact that it supports the pencil, it now becomes a notebook. So if you think about yours and Angela's remarkable, what did you yes. guys, what's the price? Per, that's like five or $600 or something ridiculous. Oh, keep going this up. Is, okay. This is $500 full color no, no, screen. No. Yes. Brain it won't last as long as the remarkable because it's color screen. I get that, but it is incredibly powerful same type of size you can use a pencil now no, no so, the remarkable the remarkable is black and white i know it's e-ink that's why it lasts so yes. long but the point that i'm making is that the price point you pay for a notebook which is what it is you now have a seven inch tablet which does everything and with the pencil support you can now use as a notebook as well so um yeah i'm, I'm but do they come very, up as little like these little notebooks see they're so cool yeah, you could get that. It's an you could get an app to do that. You know what I mean? You can get an app. You can get an app. Look, I'm not taking away from an e ink reader. I mean, the big thing with an e ink. He is everyone. He is. <laughs> um, so right. basically, yeah, this got the tick for me. Then uh, what else did we have? Oh, I was say, what else? Okay, I'm disappointed. So I'm not going to read Alex's comments because um, he is going to come on the show. And I'm sure he's going to have a go at me when we're on air together next week. I think it's next week. We'll be talking about iOS, though, but he'll still have mm. a go at me. So what you're looking at now, this is the lineup of the iPhone 13. Now, on the iPhone 13, which is one of the two cameras, you mm. can see the difference between the 12. The 12's cameras were above each other. These ones are now at an angle. So, but from the back, if I hold my iPhone 12 Pro up to the screen. You can't tell the difference from the back, except for the color. They've got different colors, but the co camera configuration is exactly the same. The chassis is the same. Everything's the same, except for you now get more memory, faster processor. The cameras have been enhanced. I, what, what I'm going to say about the iPhone 13 uh, and Pro, this is a photographer's phone. So if you right. use your phone for photography, hmm. they actually did in the presentation, they had two Oscar winning. Uh, directors shoot some footage with the cameras and it was phenomenal mm -hmm. so apple's clearly making a move to video they're focusing on video i mean their pictures are always because that's what it's all about now video well look at us we're live we're streaming um but if you look at the phones from the front so there's the example i was showing you with the 12 and the 13 you see the 12 mm -hmm. is the purple one it's got the cameras above the huge difference on the front is the size of the notch can you see it's smaller on the 13 yes. it's, it's come in so they've reduced that by 20%. Is this enough reason to upgrade from a 12? Definitely not. Okay. So you won't um, be doing it? No, I won't be upgrading. Unless Apple sends me one to play with and use, which they never do, I'll be waiting for 14. So I work mm. on a two-year cycle now because I'm used to being disappointed on the second version. So there really, there really isn't that much going on besides they're moving the placement of the cameras. And the notch. And the, the notch, if this is on it. the 12, uh, this is on the on the 13 and the 12. Mm. On the pro, um, the extra you can now get up to a terabyte of storage. So with right. video, that makes sense. Um, and also on the 13, you can get up to 512, which you couldn't get on the 12. Um, and then the video capture and the video technology through their new cameras and the new algorithms yes. is really amazing. I have to say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching the footage that they shot was unbelievable it really was unbelievable but if you're not a professional photographer the difference between the 12 and the 13 no nah. so 
And I think iOS 15, the actual operating system, is going to do a lot of that hard work anyway. So when, when I get iOS 15 next week, I'll be able to see how much more I can and can't do anyway. I was just so going to say, we will see what the, the differences are. Yeah, so that's basically it. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm still getting commentary. There's so much more um, that is. Was it worth, no, the, the real question is, was it worth getting up to watch? It was always it is. Worth it? Was it really yeah, worth it? It was. And you know what? It's nice to see the stuff. And it, yeah, it was. It, it still was worth getting up, even though I think I wanted more. Um, I think it's just like, this just summarizes. We always want more. There's no doubt yeah, about that. We always want more. It's 2021. Like, the year's been so shitty that, and the iPhone 13 wasn't what I wanted it to be. There were rumors of satellite integration. There were rumors of. Oh, yes, that's um, right. We talked about that. Yeah. There was there was going to be um, different enhancements on the process where maybe even potentially putting the M1 chip in. There was talk of putting a USB-C port. Well, in maybe in COVID got to them as well, board. right? Yeah, but if you want to watch the show, you'll find it on YouTube. You can go to if you on a Mac, just open up Safari. It'll be there. Go to Apple Events, um, Apple TV's got it. Your phones will have it. It, it, I enjoy watching it. I must say, the cinematography if, and the presentation of the show is always. If I'm bored fun. and sick in bed, you know, I still wouldn't watch it. <laughs> so we're not quite finished with Apple just yet. Oh, and here I thought we were moving along. <laughs> no, oh no, no. what is about Apple? I want to give you as much of it as I can. What have they done? But, They've band-aided something. Jess, I hope I know you use an iPhone, and Angela, when you watch the show later, um, please, 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 for you and every other iPhone iPad, watch, and Mac user. I think Apple TV is excluded. There is a security patch that's been plugged up through a software update. Mm. Um, it's spyware. Um, it comes in using the Messenger or iMessenger protocol. Um, you really do need to do the update. So if you haven't updated your phone in the last week, then you need to update it now. In fact, stop what you're doing. I'm checking. All day long yesterday, um, I was getting notifications from all the things that I follow. In fact, Alex actually even sent messages out to everyone saying, guys, if you haven't done it, do it. So it is a, mm. it's quite a serious patch that they've plugged up. Um, REA had a go at me on LinkedIn this morning. It's so nice to wake up. Hello, Mr. Sternberg. It's so I must nice have done it because there's, nothing, there's no notification saying I haven't done it, so... So if you've gone to your phone to settings to software update and it says all up to date. I think so. Yes. So you go software update. Yep. Okay, then you've done it. And that's good. Oh, you might have been a, you might have left yours to auto update, which is not a bad thing. But there we go. Let's do it sometime, so, yes. Yeah, I woke up this morning to LinkedIn with Aria having a post. Uh, not that I like giving it to Apple, of course he does. Um, just making a note about this. And he tags me, he goes, Hey Brett, maybe you're gonna talk about this on the show. I was like, I'd already planned to talk about it on the show. But, um, yeah, um, it is a serious one. Um, so you do need to upgrade. Once you upgrade, you'll be fine. Um, so please do that. Public service announcement warning. All right, I think, I think, Tess, I'm done with Apple. Yes, I'm done with Apple. So WhatsApp won an award. They won themselves $266 million fine in <gasps> Ireland for a, a privacy um, I think it was an EU GDPR privacy regulation breach. It's a whole tongue twister mouth exercise. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, we've spoken about this on the show a few times about GDPR, which if people don't, don't know, it's like the General Data Privacy Regulation Act. 
it pertains to Europe, but what a lot of people don't know or don't realize is that it protects all European or British citizens. So if someone's living here in Australia and they are a um, EU citizen and registered as an EU citizen and yes. you spam them and take action against their personal information, they can take action against you because you're not GDPR compliant. Now, Australia is has got a bill sitting in, in Parliament. I'm sure Angel probably know more about this than I do, about our data privacy and our privacy prevention. Um, but, you know, there's still a lot of spam going around. We've all spammed people. We've all sent out text messages. What's that palooka from some political party, the United Party or something? Craig, oh, Craig Kelly. Him. What a tosser. I mean, he, he, he there we go. He yeah, SMS me three times. Yep. The same freaking message. One, I can't vote. I'm not. I haven't been sworn in as a citizen yet. So, but this is the point that I'm making. If I'd been a British or EU citizen, and he sent me that text, I'm within my rights under the GDPR to take action against him. Wow. So there's quite a serious piece of of software, uh, or sorry, legislation, um, and it's something that people should you know just be aware of. You can't go around spamming people. So um, every day, what what did WhatsApp do then? Did they spam people, or why did I they? I don't get think it was them. I don't think it was them spamming. I think it was a case of them actually using people's data. Like you know, you can do business via WhatsApp, and you can push ads and content through. Especially when you use the web version of WhatsApp. There's ads that surf. So I think they were actually spamming people from that point of view. I didn't read the article. the The fine was leveled leveled against them in Ireland. Um, mm. I'm just mentioning on the basis that because we're quite complacent here and we don't really have a, a piece of law that, that does stop us, uh, there is the ACCC and, you know, you can lodge a complaint and I they might take some action. But um, at, at the moment, you can kind of get away with spamming yeah. and you might get a warning. But in Europe, they're not taking any any nonsense. So yeah, that would. But you know what's nice about this, right? Is Zuckerberg's company lost two hundred sixty six million dollars. So that's pretty cool. Um, anyway, oh, Apple's back. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Oh, you lied. So you back. lied. <laughs> well, actually, this was more about Google. So I was going to say but... an Apple. No, you'll you'll appreciate my creative what I've done here. So Google's not mm. pulling an Apple. They've now started making their own silicone as well. As you know, Apple has their own M1 processor, which they make. So Google's just announced that they're going to be doing the same thing uh, for their yeah. Chromebooks. Now, this is interesting. If you take companies like Intel and um, who's the other big player? Um, oh, most Android phones have it. I've gone blank. Anyway, it will come to me. Um their money comes from making chips. They've been supplying chips to every single hardware manufacturer for years. And of course, when the shortages happen, they're at fault. Um, so now, Snapdragon. Who makes Snapdragon? That's the processor. It's made Snapdragon. by... Snapdragon? Yeah. Um, that's going to bug me. Anyway, it will come to me. But um, basically, um, Google's now going to start making... Now, if Google starts making their own silicone, that's the Pixel, the Chromebook... Um, Qualcomm, thank you. Um, Qualcomm makes the Snapdragon process. These guys are going to lose a lot of money. So here's a warning to the stock market. If you own Intel shares or, or Qualcomm shares, 
you may want to look at your portfolio because you know, their sales are going to go down. I think Foxconn wow. also makes, well, they make for, they used to make for Apple. So very interesting that Google's going that way. And of course, what this is actually going to do is that most um, hardware manufacturers are going to start now start looking to make their own silicone in-house. So just to change the landscape, I love this story. Now, we are five, 10 years away from this becoming a reality. What you're looking at is a product from Motorola called the Space Charger. It can charge up to four devices wirelessly that are up to three meters away. Now, just think about that. You know, when you're sitting in your lounge watching TV and you're charging my phone while it's in my hand, it's charging because the, the space charger is sitting there. So, take your average um, living room, right? Okay. Yourself, your partner, your kid, kids are sitting watching TV, you're all on your devices, your iPad, your phones, whatever it is. And you've got this space charger device sitting somewhere and it's just beaming out and why is he charging the device? Your, your, your devices are always charged because they're is that healthy. Computer. Is that healthy for us? And how lazy are uh, we can't even get up to plug in the phone? So Gail always moans about things like this, right? Gail's the first person to say, I don't believe it. I don't think Gail awesome. moans at all. Gail, Gail moans a lot. Don't defend her. I'll get her on the and she can. Uh, you don't, can't defend her. So basically, she always says, I want the Wi-Fi off because it pushes waves throughout the whole house and it's frying our brains. Uh, I got 5G. Why did you get 5G? We're going to grow potatoes <laughs> out of my ears. And, you know what I mean? So Gail will have a problem with this, but this actually comes from, I think it was it Elon can't be Musk. healthy. He designed a wall where the whole wall has this power that will charge up your devices in it. You need these at the airports and in the hospitals where you've got to go plug it in and you've got to touch other stuff Correct. that people touch. That now, would be great. It does there. work. It's good because Gail also doesn't like germs. So if you had to say to Gail in a public place, you can keep your device charged without having to put it on anything or touch anything. That gets anything. a thumbs up then. See, now all of a sudden it gets a thumbs up. So it depends. But not for at home. Idea. Well, look, I, it's, it's, it's electromagnetic waves. Um, they are what? five watts or 17 watts i don't think it's going to change our dna in any way shape or form um i don't know but we're five to ten years away from this actually becoming mainstream anyway or at least a consumer product but what's really you cool is motorola. well motorola is now be, like becoming relevant again i mean they just disappeared since lenovo bought them three or four years ago they've started doing some stuff they have some incredibly priced Android phones at the entry level. Hmm. And now we, we're looking at this thing called a space charger. So it's a story I'm going to follow because I really do like the technology. Hmm. Um, so, oh, here's another story that Gail gave me. So Microsoft have joined the space race here in Australia. And our space station or space council sits down in Adelaide with their mm -hmm. funny time zone. Do you know Adelaide's got a half an hour time zone? I'd yes. Like to know why. Have you been to Adelaide? I have. It's yeah, lovely. It a funny oh I love Adelaide. And, and my clock went back half an hour. I was like, I couldn't figure this out. Anyway, so <laughs> they're going to be putting satellites in, in ground satellites, like those base satellites mm -hmm. down in um, Adelaide um, to, as part of our space um, program. Now, Microsoft don't generally do things out of the goodness of their heart. And don't get don't get Kel started on Bill Gates, okay? But 
They don't do things out of the goodness of their heart. The defense of this has been that if we have satellites on the ground here, they can pull the data from the low orbit satellites. We mm. can make decisions a lot quicker. We can get critical information a lot quicker. So like storms or hurricanes or anything that we need to know about bushfires, the data can be sent back to us like really quickly because the satellites overhead can send it back down. The problem with having a company like Microsoft, and I'm not just having a go at Microsoft, they're the ones that are investing it. It could be Amazon, it could be Facebook, it could be Google, it could be Apple. I mentioned Apple again, sorry, Tess. But it could be any of the big data companies. When you have them this invested in a trillion dollar industry on your home soil, being the 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 the, the cog in the wheel that's going to handle all the data that's coming in and out of you know that, that governments are going to use to make decisions. Yes, yeah. Sure how good that is, you know. Um Yes, we need the money. It's a great investment. It's going to create 1,800 jobs. So it's it's there's lots of positives. But, but when... Uh, they're the ones for the information, you know, though. Yeah, this is the thing. And I said, you know, Google uh, has put a massive investment into Melbourne. They're building a huge campus in Melbourne. The Atlassian boys are building a huge building, I think, in Parramatta. So big data does do good. It builds big infrastructure, which creates jobs. and employs people, which creates jobs, which we need especially coming out of the pandemic. Hmm. But when you start giving them the keys to the the, the first point of data or data capture, uh, hmm. I don't know. It'll be a, um, a watch and see that one, see what happens. I mean, this is happening. So, you know, it's, it's definitely coming. When through. are they starting to do that? Well, the deal's been done, but I mean, this is probably three, Couple four, years five away. years of work, you know. How long did Elon take to build his battery pod? Remember that whole thing? So he'll give it to them free if he doesn't make it in the deadline, and he did. And that was like a hundred days. So that was you know, that was three wow. months to build something of this nature. Um, you know, ground-based satellites. No one really has lying around in the backyard that they just hey, let's just put these up. So it's probably a couple of years until these things turn on. But yeah, can we two years into COVID already? Look how quickly that went. So, Interesting times. Oh, I don't know how. Quickly did go, Brett. I don't well, believe we're out of it yet. Counting the, um, oh, I went back to Apple. Oh, so, just give it a uh, break, Ray. Move on. Aren't we up to the quiz show, game show time? Come on, come no, on. No, this is a warning, okay, because I ride a bike. There's a warning that's been come out that says, in fact. Don't answer your phone while you're in the bike? Because the cam no, you can do that. Because the cameras work on magnets and special processes for stabilising, yeah. A lot of uh, motorbike riders have been reporting that their phones aren't working properly. And Apple's actually made a they've made a release saying that the effects of the vibrations, the heavy vibrations, because you know if you mount it on the on the handlebar, the handlebar takes all the vibration of the motorbike. That's the do shocks they put of the earrings there. Do they it's, put their phone on the, the handlebar? Yeah, you can put in a little clip. You get a thing like a G lock. It, it, it's. Oh, I've never cool. seen that. I've never seen any yeah. of the. I've That's never how you really. Get GPS. It's no different to a car. You put your phone there. In fact, if I you're just, a P-planter, you can't that. I assume they knew where um, they're going. But this is just a warning to motorbike riders. So there is a way around it. You can hmm. get certain types of brackets that have a gimbal in it, and the gimbal will take a lot of the shock. Yeah. That's what it's for. So just bear that in mind. You know, you're spending $2,000, $3,000 on a phone. Um, the vibrations on your bike have now been reported to to mess up the cameras. And I'm sure it will happen with any of the cameras, with the Samsungs and that as well. They all work on the same same type of technology. All right, I'll leave Apple alone now. 
I think of one more piece of news. I do. Do you know that flag? Let's play the quiz game. Austin, no, you can't read. Don't zoom in and and, and read the the name because I can see it's there. I saw it on the that notes. Is, yeah, the Bitcoin country. Oh, I that's forgot. El Salvador. El Salvador. So I was El going Salvador. to find it. Well, it actually is there in the coat of arms. It says Salvador, but I. How I, is I this going to work? It. How will this work? So half of me thinks this is brilliant, in the sense that if you take any third world country, I mean, in Africa we had it with Zimbabwe, in Italy you had it. Well, Italy's not really. Greece had it. Um, most of South America's had it, where their currency, due to inflation, just becomes it's toilet paper. So by putting a mm. by putting in a cryptocurrency or a digital currency, that part of it is brilliant. Here's the problem with El Salvador: one, drugs. You're in a country that's in a continent which is infamous for moving drugs. Okay, I'm not suggesting that El Salvador are moving drugs. I'm just saying that in the region, a lot of drugs yes. get moved around. So by now looking at including Salvador as part of your Silk Road with Bitcoin as a transaction, you're never going to be able to police that. So that's a problem. Second problem is a lot of human trafficking moves through those regions. Again, Bitcoin is a natural currency. Now you can do a transaction with someone anonymously without any form of tracing. But another mm. big concern about Bitcoin becoming a currency as in transactional as opposed to investment what happens to the Bitcoin market as a whole? Because there's only so many Bitcoins. So once they've kind of now Which been is why I moved, said, how? How will this work? I don't know the answer to that. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Um, but, you know, it's going to, it's, it has already caused a plunge in the value of Bitcoin because it's, it's mm. said to them. But as soon as you use the word legal and cryptocurrency in the same sentence, there's problems. Um what happens if people steal people's phones because that's where your wallet now is? Now, Don't even... the same as Apple Pay, you you have and Google Pay, you've got that on your phone. But now you've got Bitcoin. I don't have that on my phone. Okay, but even if you did, Tess, you can cancel your credit card and you don't lose your money. You can't cancel your I've Bitcoin. I've got the credit card in the back of the phone. That's probably <laughs> So you do a manual, you and Gal exactly the same. Gal carries her card on the back of the phone. Her like six... phone is not the app. <laughs> Where's that's a bell moment? There we go. Um, that's what you call analog tap to pay using your phone. Oh, my phone's got tap to pay. I've got my phone, my credit card stuck on the back. <laughs> so I'm going to follow the story and I'll report back on it. It'll be interesting to see what happens to the cryptocurrency uh, or not cryptocurrency as a whole, but specifically Bitcoin. Um, mm. Mm, but interesting. it's an interesting move. It is an interesting move. And that brings me to the SME Mall, which I mentioned earlier on. So there it is. You can go through. You can search. There's the JLab Go Air Pops. Anyone that hasn't opened up a store, 230 people are selling products inside the smemall.org. Wow. 230 products available. Fantastic. Not products. Listed vendors from there. Microsoft, even you can go and buy yep. any of your Microsoft products in the mall. You can get any of your gaming products. Um, you can get J Labs. You can get you can get competitors to J Lab as well. I'm so uh, gonna get me some J Labs, and everyone else is gonna get them for Christmas as well. <laughs> well, you know, you can also have a look at Craft Cartel. I featured them last week. Seven hundred different craft beers available. 
Um, I've actually just signed up myself. That's right. Subscription. So each month I get some craft beers to taste. And actually, and it's probably best, wait, go back one, um, do Christmas shopping now because they say the backlog, stuff coming Correct. from overseas, the couriers, the post office, everything, it's just going to be hectic. You're not going to get them in. If you haven't done your shopping by middle September, they reckon don't even bother. That's actually very good advice, especially if you are looking at taking advantage of some of these deals that we have, um, yep. which come through from the States. That's um, right. I featured on this week's featured uh, list on the emails I got, there's a company in France called Z Chocolate, Z Chocolat. They had a mm. fire earlier on in the year and their factory burned down and they've now reopened up. Just go and look in the smemall.org and type in chocolate without the E and have a look at this chocolate. Oh, I'm going to. And you can get it engraved in the box. It They do it by numbers with all these decadent fillings. Um, and they deliver to Australia seven to eight days and it arrives, you know, in special packaging and that. So for corporate gifts and that, you want to start getting in now and making sure the stuff's arriving in time. It can be engraved and so on. So lots of stuff in the SME Mall. SME Mall Very exciting. Um, and now we're going to your segment, Tess, which we now we can Now you can do it. Paint screens. Here's the name of our new segment that we did last time. Does Brett really know? I don't know. Does he? Let's see. Right. So for the listeners or audience that don't know, a couple of weeks ago, Tess decided instead of Q&A, she was going to challenge me in a game show format. Uh, and you have your bell ready. Um, and that one was actually an apple and I did terribly. So what is the does Brett really know? Um, His technology acronyms. acronyms. Does he really know? Mm. I like to throw them around, but I don't know if I actually know them. Okay. How many have I got coming at me, Tess? Ooh. Oh, I did 18. I've been very busy today. Well, that's a lot. I don't even know if we have that much time on the show for 18. Oh, we, we're going to go fast. We're going to go fast. We're going to go really fast. There's, you know, there's no time for discussion here. You either know it or you don't know it. Let's see. Okay. Let's play Does Brett Really Know? I've got to make my buzzers get ready. Oh, here. Oh, that's my... <laughs> My wrong one. Okay. What does ACL stand for? Australian Cricket League. Okay. Technology acronyms. Hello. I have absolutely no idea. Access control list. Fantastic. There we go. Okay. What does RAM, RAM stand for? Random access memory. Oops. I'll use my bell. <laughs> Mine sounds okay. better. I lost. Okay. What does AES stand for? Oh, uh, it's a security protocol. Automatic electronics. Automatic electronics. Advanced encryption standard. Yeah. I said it was a security. I get a half there. I knew it was a security. No, you don't. Okay, but USB. I gave you an easy one. Universal serial bus. Oops. There we go. Okay. Uh, API. Um, automated uh, plug-in or automated uh, uh, plug-in uh, interface. Uh, I know what uh, it does. Application programming interface. Interface. I know what an API does, but okay. Does Brett really know? Nothing. CPU. 
Central Processing Unit. Perfect. Okay, RIP, rest in peace, but no, there's another <laughs> What I want the segment to do, um, I do not know. Routing Information Protocol. Okay, routing, yes, button. routing, no. Damn. Oh, I've got two, D-A-M. Damn. Don't know. Damn. One, database activity, database activity monitoring or yeah. digital asset management. I just said that, digital asset management. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, sorry, folks, I didn't hear him. My bad. Okay. Um, HTTPS. Oh, hypertext. So, oh, I don't know. Protocol. Yes, yes, ASIC. yes. Hang on, what is it? Hypertext transfer protocol. You nearly got it. There we go. IMAP. I can have that one. Sorry? IMAP. IMAP. Oh, International Mail Application Protocol, I think. That's that's what it is, but that's not what those letters stand for. Internet Message Access Protocol. Access Protocol. Yeah, it's what Google uses to send email. I, I get that one. I, oh, I don't. Maybe. Half. We'll give it to you. Okay. Oh, no, wrong button. Oh, well, you didn't get it. ID, <laughs> ISDN. Oh, uh, this is what the telephones used to know. I don't know. It, inter Integrated Services Digital Network. Yeah. I'll give you an easy one. LAN. L-A-N. Um, large access net land access network, local area network. Oh, okay, terrible one. Oh, WAN is wide access network. Land is local. That's Correct. Right. Correct. Correct. And the last one, um, VLAN. V, L A N, mm -hmm. virtual, local access network. Area network, but I'll let you have that. Okay. So that's and about. That's it. Six, I got right out of what 10 11 14 yeah. uh, ish something like that yeah yeah it's about the same score so here's the thing right in fact this is a great example and thanks for the challenge just before we quickly wrap up so um myself included we throw us tech people we throw um acronyms and and, and shortcuts and abbreviations around all day long not necessarily knowing them but i think the most important thing is to know what they do. That's it, like API, I never know the damn meaning of it. But an API you know is what you get from one software company to allow your software to talk to this. I understand it. But that yep. was a fun one. Does Brett really know? Yeah. <laughs> Tess, that was awesome. Thank you. So um, Very welcome. I think that brings us to the end of the show, which uh, means I can do that and we can say goodbye properly. Ooh. So say goodbye, Tess. Farewell, everybody. And till next time, keep your screens clean and your knobs shiny. <laughs> <laughs>